Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now for our story. Whitmead, looking well-groomed as usual, but somewhat paler, hurried down the main street of Wakefield. It was almost three o'clock in the afternoon, and she was anxious to get to the bank before it closed. As she went in, she saw one of the cashiers conferring with her uncle, David Bowman, in his little enclosure she liked. Whit started to go past, but David had already seen her. He called... Oh, uh, hello, Uncle David. Hi, Chip. Want to come in to me? Uh, well, yes, if you'll wait until I cross the truck. It's almost closing time, isn't it? Yes, sir. We're all right, then. You go ahead. Stop by when your business is taken care of. Please. All right. Five minutes later, Kip returned. Went through the little swinging gate with fenced in her uncle's domain and sat down in the chair like she was dead. This is quite an event, Kip. Haven't seen you in a month of Sunday. It has been over, hasn't it? Let's see. I don't believe I've seen you since quite some time before you left for California. I guess I'll tell you I haven't seen you to talk to for almost a year. Oh, goodness, I didn't realize. I'm almost tempted to say how time flies. But I'll be sorry, won't I? <laughs> well, the same flippant kid, I see. You didn't expect that I might have changed, did you, Uncle David? Or should I say, hope that I might have? My hope for you, Kit, always concern your best interests. Tell me about the baby. Mm, gladly. Although I'm afraid I can't add much to what you must already know. I gather that you've seen quite a lot of Bill recently. He must have kept you informed as to what goes on. Yeah, I've seen Bill. He told me the baby's a healthy little type. What do you mean, Lynn, Kit? I don't know yet. Haven't decided. I have a theory that names are quite an important influence on a person's life. Perhaps they are, but... Look I... at me. Kit. What is Kit to get? Well... A cat. And you see how I turned out. Kit, I... I wish you... Would you take this expensive act food with me? Try to joke about everything? What else can I do? I know what you must think of me. 
And I can imagine the stories you've been getting from Bill. Now that he's going to work for you and everything, I understand you've become fast changed. I do see quite a lot of girls. And it's quite true that we are very good friends. Well, that rather puts us in opposite camps to begin with, Uncle David. You can hardly expect me to bear my soul to you under the circumstances. I understand how difficult your present situation is. But if you don't know me, Uncle David, if you think you can reform me at this late date, you're terribly wrong. It's not that I want to reform you, Chris. I just hate to see you doing those things to yourself. I presume you're referring to my trouble with Bill. Naturally, you would blame it all on me, having gotten the story from him. No, Chris. I don't blame it on you. Besides, Bill's done his best to be fair about this thing. And anything he's told me has been as close to the impersonal truth as is possible for a man to get. And he's deeply affected. Hey, Bill is the perfect gentleman. Gentleness wouldn't be right, but Chris. Neither is sarcasm. Well, if you know the answer, I wish you'd tell me what it is. At the present moment, I'm not sure myself. I haven't even seen Bill for several days. If he's managed to reach some conclusions, he hasn't bothered to let me in on them. You know, Chris, whether you confide in me or not, I am part of the family. And as such, I feel I have the right to speak to you quite plainly. I thought that was what you were getting around to. Well, go ahead, Uncle David. You're still very young, Chris. You're not old enough to see anything, especially yourself, with a perspective as clear as mine. I only wish you could see yourself as I do. Could know how much you've changed. I do know. Because I have the advantage of remembering you as a little girl. I was a brat. That doesn't prove much. No, Chris. You weren't a brat. You were willful. Wanted your own way. But there was a side of you, Bill. The side you inherited from your mother. Which might have developed into something rather wonderful. <laughs> you mean I'm a sort of senior adopted people in Mr. Hyde. And then after Mr. Hyde died, it's predominant. Let's say you have the Kathleen side and the burn side. And the burn side got the upper hand. Sometimes wonder how your mother would feel if she could see what's happened to you. Oh, uh, look, if you don't mind, let's admit the tear jerking, shall we? I'm not up to it today. So that's it. I won't mention your mother. I can imagine that it does make you feel pretty low, knowing how far away you've gone from everything Kathleen believed in. I think I'd better go. This isn't good. Wait, wait, wait a minute. We haven't talked for a long time. Perhaps we won't again for another long time. There's some things I feel I must tell you. If you think I'm wrong, well, at least I know that I've done the best I could. All right. It will help to clear your conscience. Good. Are you really in love with Bill? <laughs> now, just what do you think? Well, I believe you think you are. But I wonder, are you sure it's real love? If it isn't, all I can say is, it's a very good facsimile. 
My impression is, and has been from the beginning, that you want Bill for your own reasons. At least I think Bill simply represented the test to you of your own power. What do you mean by that? You knew he was in love with Peggy Douglas. And you set out to prove to yourself and anyone else who was interested that you could take him away from him. I didn't have to prove anything to myself. But I wanted Bill, yes. I've never made any bones about that. And now, now that Bill realizes what happened and has a very natural resentment because of it, you're determined to make things difficult for him, to refuse to give him a divorce for pretty much the same reason, to prove you can hang on to him. You don't pull your punches, do you, Uncle David? Well, I think it's time someone spoke out and told you how your behavior appears to an unprejudiced person. If you can call yourself unprejudiced. I do, Kit. My friendship with Bill has nothing to do with my opinion of you. You may not believe it, but I'm deeply fond of you, my dear. That is, I'm, I'm fond of something which I know is present in you. If you'd only let it come out, not be afraid of it. Is that all? Yes, Kit. There isn't much else I can say. Well, then I have a few things to tell you. Then you'll know my side of it as it looks to me. That's fair enough. All right, then. In the first place, the way I think, there are two sorts of people. Strong people and weak ones. The weak people may have their virtues, but they have to be told or, or shown what to do. They need to be guided. Isn't that a sort of super race philosophy, Kit? Much like the one that started the war. Oh, let's not get off on a tangent. This is merely my own personal philosophy. All I mean is, but according to what I know of him, Bill Mead falls into the class of people who need to be guided. That doesn't mean he's not a nice boy, even sensitive. You're wrong about Bill. What you've done is to mistake Bill's innate decency, his desire to give the other fellow a break for weakness. Oh, nonsense. You know very well that if you're nice to people, give them a break, as you call it, they turn right around and stab you in the back. You're a businessman. That's not the sort of business I do. Thank you, Kit. I'm deeply shocked to hear you talk like that. You're in a much worse state of mind than I ever dreamt. Well, regardless of what you think, Uncle David, I knew what I wanted when I married Bill. And I don't intend to give him up now. I'm not going to give him a divorce so he can go rushing back to Peggy Douglas. And it's the fact that he has a son means nothing to us. If he insists on going through with this foolish idea about a divorce, I'll fight him every inch of the way. How can you allow yourself to be so blind? It's only possessive jealousy. You can't really love Bill. I don't love him in the mystery, star-eyed way you'd understand. But I do love him. He's important to me. He's something I happen to need in my life, and I don't intend to let him go without a struggle. Moreover, I have Dad to help me. And he's very effective when he gets underway. As you should know. Yes, Kit, I know only too well. Well, now that I've made myself quite clear, I think I'll be on my way, Uncle David. And if your friend Bill Mead asks any questions about our talk, you're quite welcome to take me as freely as you like. Goodbye, Uncle David. Goodbye, Kit. Goodbye. So the Bowman watched Kit's retreating figures sadly. His talk with his niece had shocked him, had confirmed his conviction that the best thing that could possibly happen would be for Bill Mead to get the divorce and the custody of the baby boy who was believed to be his own by everyone in Wakefield. 
That is, everyone but Kit Lee. He had taken the baby from Lisa Fenner by trickery. 